ESPN Honolulu brings you On Point with Artie Wilson. Brought to you by Ultimate Innovations, Artie Wilson & Associates, Hawaii State Federal Credit Union, and the Kahala Clinic for Children and Family. Aloha and welcome to the show. Happy Friday to everyone and hope you're having a great week. Looking forward to an outstanding weekend. It is a huge weekend of sports for the University of Hawaii, especially the football team. We'll get into a lot of discussion about that. A big game against Nevada. And uh, two teams that have not experienced much success this season will be competing against each other, and at least one of them will get a win. And we hope it's going to be the University of Hawaii. Uh, It should be, I think, a good ball game. It should be competitive and I'm very hopeful that the UH, that the Rainbow Warriors will uh, prevail, that they will find a way to get a win against Nevada, which is not a great football team. Um, make no mistake about it. They lost, uh, what, 50? I think Hawaii's lost, what, 50? They have, Nevada has 55 or 57 new players. Rainbow Warriors have 51 or so. So both teams are restocked and replenished, and we'll see uh, which team um, can prevail tomorrow. It should be an interesting ball game. I'm sure it's going to be a little uh, emotional conflicting for Timmy Chang, who coached at Nevada, was the tight ends coach for a couple seasons and been there, I think he was there five to seven years or so. Uh, He'll be coaching against the program in a school that he he had some good experiences with and and I'm sure the Nevada staff and the people there that are coming in want to come in and find a way to right the ship and get a win against a Hawaii team that on paper has been struggling but after last week's game there seems to be uh, improved optimism and people are feeling a little better. I told Tanner last week that I thought Hawaii would have a good shot against San Diego State. Tanner, you got to give me some flowers because was I right? You know, I think that just means I got to start predicting losses more often. There you go. There you go. Okay. See? If, I, if the more I predict losses is, is the better we do, then I feel like then at this point I'd be like, oh, maybe Hawaii won't do so well against Nevada. Wink, it, wink. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll get into that. I'm pretty sure you're picking Hawaii to beat Nevada. Uh, that's I think... I haven't made my final decision on that yet. I'm I'm thinking Hawaii should beat Nevada because I think Nevada is not real good, and they they have had a, a tendency to lose games and lose them in crazy ways. But then we could say the same thing about the University of Hawaii. Uh, that game, for all practical purposes, they they competed against San Diego State in a nice way last week, and then found a way to not make a play or two and end up losing the game um, in a very tough way. People walked away thinking, talking about moral victories. Well, that feels good. Well, at the end of the day, you're not, you're not I mean, at the end of the season, you look back, you, you won't say, oh, that the loss against San Diego State was a moral victory. No, you'll look at it and go, did we beat? No, we lost to them. And that's the way it is. I mean, emotionally getting ready to play the next game I I always tell people you have to do a personal check. You ask yourself, did I do everything I could do that was in my power to get a win? And if you can say yes, you did as a player, 
you feel okay. If you know you left something on the court or on the field or on the, on the diamond, then, then you've got to take a, a personal check and, and get yourself right. Anyway, it'll be fun to see. Tom, uh, tomorrow, Nevada against the University of Hawaii Warriors. Tanner is picking Hawaii. UH. I'm going to go with, because, you know, both teams have had some pretty ugly games so far. You're going to say Hawaii by? I'm going to go like a, an ugly score. I think it'll be like 26-24. So Hawaii, uh, Tanner's picking Hawaii 26-24. Okay. Something, we'll, something weird to think like, well, how is that going to happen? It'll be a safety. Something. A safety or a bunch of field goals. Yeah, something to that effect. Be interesting to see. Uh, we'll we'll find out after tomorrow. We'll talk about that even more going forward. Had a nice time uh, on, uh, I think it was Monday night. I've had so many things happening this week. Uh, the Hawaii basketball tip-off banquet at the Stan Sheriff uh, Arena, um, or Simplify Arena at the Stan Sheriff Center. Um, good banquet uh, tip-off for the UH basketball team. A lot of good feelings, a lot of good people there. Nice, uh, nice support for the basketball program. The team has good energy. They all like each other. Everything is real positive right now. You've got uh, two guys that were claimed to be starters last year in Samuta Avea and Juan Munoz that didn't play last year. And all season we heard... Hawaii competed without two starters, and how could they do that? And they've done it well. These two starters are now back. It'll be interesting to see if if both will, in fact, be starters this season. It'll be interesting to see if both, if not one, will be uh, healthy enough to contribute and, and be a positive impact on the team. They will be positive in that both are good guys and they are well-liked by their teammates and they, they bring really good attitudes to the program. Until they play competition and not against each other, you don't know what's going to happen. I'm hopeful that Samuta and Juan will be able to compete physically in real basketball, not in drills, not in, in inner, inner squad-type scrimmages and situational things, but in in real competition when the lights are on and the scores count and it's real. I'm hopeful that both those guys will have really nice seasons because they've gone through an awful lot and it would be it would be nice to see them not not uh end up injured, hurt or in rehab again because I'm sure both of them are sick of hearing the word rehab. We'll see how that goes. I, I think the team is it's got a chance to be good. I say, I say with 10 guys coming back and how well they competed at times last year and having some key guys in Noel Coleman and, and Bernardo Da Silva and Kamaka Hepa and, and Javon McClanahan, with those four guys coming back who's get, who got a lot of minutes, a lot of playing time, with the addition of Morsec and a few of the other guys, this Hawaii team in basketball, it's just my opinion early on now, should be one or two in the conference. Anything less than one or two, that would be a disappointment in my mind because I think they have something really special coming back. So we'll talk basketball and a lot of things more as this show goes on. We're going to take our first break. 
And after our first break, we're going to get out to the phone lines and have our moment or two with Mr. Miano. It's always more than one moment, but we'll get that right after this. We'll be back with On Point. Listen to your favorite ESPN Honolulu shows on the free Sideline Hawaii app. Welcome back to the show. Let's go out to the phone lines, talk with our good friend, football mind, Rich Miano. What's up, Rich? How are you doing? Good, Artie. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Looking forward to a football game tomorrow against Nevada. I said uh, early in the show that two teams that have not had a lot of success are going to be playing each other, and one of them will come away with the victory. Yeah, Artie, two teams with uh, incredible um, similarities. When you talk about Nevada having 59 new players on the roster, Hawaii having 53, a new coaching staff, you know, the transfer portal, all the things that have happened this offseason. And basically, both of these programs are struggling to establish an identity. And uh, this should be uh, a pretty even matchup amongst these two teams. Yeah, well, a lot of people have uh, been very optimistic and positive about the University of Hawaii football program in the last few days, that they played real well against San Diego State. You and I both said, I think, last week that we thought Hawaii had a real good shot at beating up uh, San Diego State that was, in, frankly, not great. I mean, they were not real good. No one expected a converted safety to play quarterback and do as well as he did. Um, so it was a disappointing result for the Rainbow Warriors, but you saw signs that they were improving in certain aspects, and they're going to have to continue that this week, wouldn't you say? Yeah, already they were very good. You know, I say very good, but they were much better against the run. They were physical. They played downhill. They were violent. They got people to the football. They tackled better. It was encouraging to see them shut down the run. And then, you know, they gave up some pass yardage. Uh, they gave up some plays through the air, but they really did a nice job of stopping the run, and that was their game plan. So, so defensively, I was kind of almost depressed the week before watching those guys uh, miss tackles and not be aggressive and getting pushed around. So that was an incredible improvement, and I thought the offensive line played better than they played all season. I thought the running game was very consistent. They threw a few good deep balls, especially going to Zion Bowens for like 60-plus yards on that touchdown. So it was good to see some positives, but they've got a lot of work to do, and this is an opponent where if they play well, They'll, they'll have their first, uh, second victory, but the first against an FBS Mountain West Conference opponent. Yeah, and, and, and they desperately need this because next week's game is going to be at, at Colorado State. And, you know, Timmy's going to have two, if you want to call it this, emotional uh, games against two uh, programs that are, are part of him. I mean, he's playing against Nevada where he was a tight ends coach, and then next week he'll be going and playing against a head coach that Timmy played under in Jay Norville, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be tugging at him, I'm sure. Emotionally, you want to beat those guys. Yeah, and those are three teams at the bottom of the Mountain West Conference, three teams with new head coaches, three teams that are rebuilding, new offenses, defenses, special teams. So, yeah, this is one where if Hawaii plays well, as I mentioned before, not only this week against Nevada, but next week at Colorado State, they're going to have a chance to have a little momentum going into a much tougher part of their schedule. So these two weeks will tell a lot about, which I said earlier in the season, after about week eight or week nine, 
we'll have a better indication of the future of this Rainbow Warrior football program. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure that everybody is excited and expecting uh, this game tomorrow to be a good one. And, and uh, most people are picking, at, at least in Hawaii, picking Hawaii to beat Nevada. So it'll be interesting to see if that can happen. And I think the people of Hawaii will be interested in the fact that there's wide receiver coaches Anthony Arsenault, the offensive line assistant is Jordan Loeffler, special teams assistant Peyton Yanagi. They have the backup quarterback, A.J. Bianco, the state's top quarterback last year. There is a Polynesian connection. There is a local connection. And you're right. This is something that's going to kind of be the barometer for the University of Hawaii in terms of you know fan attendance, uh, uh, sponsorships, just uh, everything moving forward, I think, has a lot to do with how they play in the next two weeks. Yeah, I, th- I think this is a critical part of this season for this team uh, going forward, uh, not only for for this season, but in in putting a building block down, uh, a solid pad or a solid concrete block down and not something that's on sand, but something that's on stone going forward. I think that's real important. Yeah, and, and again, um, I, I think what happened was the defensive coaches were, you know, deep disappointed in the performance against New Mexico State. They somehow rallied the troops up. They had a better game plan. So if the defense can play like it had played against San Diego State, they'll be in some football games because if you could stop the run, you have a chance to win football games. And offensively, Shaker has to be continue to set his feet, make good decisions, and get the ball downfield. But with the emergence of Zion Bowens, along with Chucky Hines and uh, Jalen Waffle, those kind of guys can stretch the field. But we've got to see a vertical passing game for the success of this offense. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to see. I think we're at a nice, uh, a nice crossroad right now. You go right to success, you go left to got more work to do. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, how's everything going for you? I mean, you know, we, we always talk football, and everybody hears from Rich Miano <laughs> about football life. How is life going for you? Well, I'm blessed to be in Aspen right now, playing a little golf, doing some mountain bike riding, and uh, just a beautiful, beautiful place. It reminds me of America's Switzerland. It's, I mean, it's a postcard, almost 360-degree view, and uh, very blessed. I'll be heading up to Colorado Springs next week already, and uh, – I love this portion because as much as I like, I love Hawaii. It's nice to get away and see the rest of uh, the, the country, yeah. at least the western part. Yeah. Well, you're going at this time of year. It's a, it's a beautiful time of year. I, t- I think the fall is is incredible, especially in certain parts of uh, the continent. Uh, it's it's uh, it. You you sit there and realize how beautiful nature can be. Yeah, and you know, blessed because I'm flying home this evening. We're broadcasting these games tomorrow, Saturday in Honolulu, and then I'm going to fly out Wednesday or Thursday to Colorado Springs and uh, the Colorado State game. So this is, to me, one of the best parts of the schedule, especially because these are teams Hawaii can win if they play well. Yeah, no question about it. Well, I know you – are you flying your own private jet or are you coming commercial? I got a Gulfstream G5 already okay. that I'm going to take you uh, okay. around the world as soon as they, I get back to Honolulu. Okay, okay. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. All right, man. Look, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Go, go. If you're going to hit the ball, go hit it straight to, today. 
get ready, get on the plane, get back here, and, and have a good broadcast tomorrow. Hawaii against Nevada. Who are you picking? I'm going to go with Hawaii, and I'm going to go with uh, actually uh, by more than the spread, obviously. I'm going to go by 10 points. I think Hawaii's, uh, they just, they're due for this win. Okay, Hawaii by more than 10. Rich Miano, you heard it here. Appreciate you, man. Now, Tanner, Tanner picked Hawaii by two. He picked an ugly score, 26-24. Don't, don't bet on that, Artie. I try to teach my son the point spread and how important that thing is. But I'm just saying, optimistically, I want them to be successful. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. Now, is that a, is that a heart bet or heart comment, or is that a mind? Are you using your mind or your heart with this uh, prediction? No, I'm using my heart, and that's what always gets me in trouble, Artie. If I used my mind, I'd be a millionaire, and I'd have that G5. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Be safe. Have fun. Enjoy your time. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. You have a great day. All right. Rich Miano, somewhere across the continent in Aspen, playing golf, looking at the scenic beauty of of. of that part of the world, riding dirt bikes and doing everything. Hopefully he gets on the plane tomorrow or tonight and gets back here to do the game tomorrow and he doesn't have any uh, mishap. Don't get on dirt bikes when you don't know what you're doing. I mean, come on, Rich. You're on television. You're not doing radio. Anyway, we, we enjoy talking with Rich. He, he loves the University of Hawaii. He truly wants Hawaii to have success. He knows football. We'll take another break. Uh, Tanner, you got another guy on your side picking Hawaii to win tomorrow, so you must feel even more optimistic now. Comfortable, uh, comfortability in numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. However you say it. Yeah, how, that's, yeah, being, yeah, you got more people to su- support you. Remember, you want to be a shepherd. You don't want to be a sheep. Think it's about it. Being a sheep Think about no. You when you're a sheep, <laughs> no. You want to be the shepherd. You got all that comfortable wool. Yeah, you got oh. a nice fence. Okay. You got friends. To you got friends. You got friends. There you go. Sheep do have a lot of friends. Anyway, welcome to the show. Give us a call two nine six fourteen twenty. It's the number eight zero eight two nine six fourteen twenty. We are going to have a special special guest about the nine thirty hour. Uh, a former UH basketball player and a UH football player who's got a new venture along with one of his former teammates here in Hawaii. And I'm excited to uh, uh, announce that we're going to have Ikaika Alama Francis on in a couple minutes to talk about his new venture. One of my all-time favorite athletes, but more importantly, one of my all-time favorite guys. Uh, played for me in the summer league, loved having him on my team, enjoyed always coaching him and and being around him, and uh, he's a man who's done very well for himself, has a beautiful family, and he's off to a new venture, and we'll talk with him right after this next break. So if you have questions or anything for Ikaika, dial it up, and we can get him and and have him answer a question or two uh, about where he has been and what he's been doing. Uh, And I'm excited for his new venture along with uh, a teammate and it's very, very cool. We're going to have some fun um, with basketball. We've got some some questions. Next week, I will give you kind of a heads up. We are going to devote an awful lot of time to basketball. UH basketball will we'll talk uh, specifically about some, some of the players and some of the new guys. I think it's going to be fun. They have an exhibition game on November 3rd. And then their season kicks off on November, 
I want to say the 11th, if I'm not mistaken. And it should be a it should be a fun season. I think uh, the basketball program is poised to have not an average year, but a better than average year. And I'm hoping that's going to be the case. Anyway, let's take this break. And when we come back, we'll talk with the good man, Ikaika Alama Francis. We'll be right back right after this. ESPN Honolulu, online at ESPNHonolulu.com. Welcome back to the show. And as promised, we're going to go out to the phone lines and talk with, uh, as I said earlier, one of one of my all-time favorite guys that has been at the University of Hawaii, played not only basketball but football, and was a heck of an athlete and one of the one of the best two-sport athletes that has ever played at UH. And uh, not only a great athlete, but one of those uh, Mount Rushmore kind of guys, one of the the good guys, Ikaika Lama Francis. What's up, Ikaika? How you doing? Oh my goodness, how you doing, Artie? Very blessed, my man. Well, it's very good. blessed. Good. How to, you? I'm doing fantastic, and it's good to hear your voice. And I'm excited. You've got some new things happening in in <laughs> your life, and and you teamed up with a teammate, and you guys are doing something pretty special. Talk to me about what you're doing. Oh man, you know what, Artie? I'm honestly, I'm just, I just got back into town a little while ago, and just to reconnect with everybody, just get back in town, and um, you know, I've been, I came back because uh, I partnered with my buddy Kurt Milne. He was the punter for UH, and just to kind of get back into the roots, get back into the swing of things, um, we just got an opportunity to open up the first Chick Fil A in Oahu. That's that is so just outstanding. It's, 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 yeah, man, it's been a blessing. It's been a true blessing to try to, you know what I mean, bring uh, <laughs> some from the mainland down to the island. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. Well, Kurt has done really well and, and very proud of both of you guys. Uh, solid solid human beings got the, got the franchise rights here in Hawaii, and that is outstanding. Chick-fil-A is big time, especially on different parts of the continental U.S. and, and the quality of... Uh, their operation from top to bottom is is what you want to have. Um, I I have been so impressed with everything I've I've learned about Chick Fil A and 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 the food and everything else. I I think you guys are going to hit home run after home run with this with this venture, and I'm excited for you. Well, you know you know for us for me and Kurt, um, we always believed in the same man. We always believed in better together. You know, just going back to the UH days with June Jones and just being on a, on such great teams and great people that we had a good chance to learn about character and how to treat people and how to do things the right way. Yeah. And we're, all we're trying to do is, like, we're trying to build that team and build it to that culture, but bring it to Chick-fil-A. Like, we knew no matter what it was, no matter if it's Chick-fil-A or something else, we just knew that we we're going to do something great for Hawaii. And honestly, it, it, just, it just goes back to who we are. You know what I mean? Bring everybody involved. UH, it doesn't matter who it is, the community, the people. And honestly, man, it's just a blessing for us to be able to give back because that's all we wanted to do is give back to Hawaii, the University of Hawaii, but ultimately to the people. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is very cool. Now, you mentioned something a moment ago uh, because you were you were competing on the basketball court, and and then when that, that ended, Coach Jones grabbed you and... 
said, you need to come over here and play a little football. And then, and, and I remember you were playing for me in the summer leagues, and we were winning championships and having fun with that. So I enjoyed having you, and I was like, <laughs> "Go for it, big fella! If, if if JJ is telling you you can you can go play at that at that sport, and possibly get to the top to the next level, and ultimately you did that. That's got to be something that you look back on and go, "Wow!" But but you know you know it's so funny, Artie. I really do. I reflect a lot. But you know what I really had? I had great guidance by really good people, man. Yeah. Like great character people. You know, Coach Jones and even you coaching me with the summer league and everything. Like every every step of the way, you know, my high school years when I went to College Hill with Pete Smith and my dad was a great coach. He oh, helped yeah. me out through everything. But every step of the way, I just had really good people. And for me to have that fortunate thing, I just want to give that back to the kids also. You know what I mean? When I look at my past, how can I help the kids grow in the same way that, you know, what I learned, how to do things the right way, how do we treat the younger generation, how to be better. Yeah. You know, as a man, all, all we can do is help help the younger people that can't help themselves. Yeah, well, you, you, know what I mean? and for you, me, you, you are a great example. You, you mentioned your dad, and, and I love your dad. Your dad, your, dad was, your dad was a man's man, if you know what I mean. He was, he, was, he, was a, a, he was a man's man. I, it's hard for me to say that, but he had such love and respect for people and the way he treated people, but he was a tough, tough. I mean, you know, you if you had your dad in your foxhole, you never had to look around because you know where he was going to be right there to the very end. And and I know he's probably in heaven going, my son has done very, very well, and I'm sure he's proud of you. I appreciate that. You know, you know, he he was my foundation, and you know, as men, we we falter sometimes, and all we can do is like remember. You know, what well, we learned our stuff from our foundation of our father and our upbringing. And for me, I, I, I you know, I, I can't say I'm perfect. I would never say I am. But all I, I'm just grateful that I had the teachings in my life to, to bring me back to my foundation of how to right my ship, to get me back on the right path. You know what I mean? And that's a blessing. And that's all I want to do is, is, is whatever I can do. I'm not, I'm not here to teach anybody, but I just want to show through example that, you know, you can really make a difference in people's lives if you, if you really take that step. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think I think you understand it is, you know, the reason I continue to do what I do and love what I do, and it's just, it's not, I do it because it's in my heart and it means that I know I need to do it because I've been blessed and I've been fortunate. And if, if I can help a young guy move along, whether it's in real estate or whatever he wants to, to venture in, I'm going to do that. You are the same way. I can see you all, you all already want to, bring young guys into into future lives that might or might not involve sports and it's okay you want guys to have success in life and i think you and kurt the way you guys are approaching your new venture i think that that says everything i mean you guys are doing it the right way and it's going to be fun we, yeah i mean we just want to focus on the right thing you know we we don't focus on everything going on we don't care about you know what color what people sound like what they smell like we care about right versus wrong and if you're a good brother and good character, man, that's what we love, and that's what that's that's what we're trying to build in people. Yeah, yeah. you know, for for us, it's like it's like put our, put ourselves aside for a second, let's focus on the bigger picture. And like you talked about, how do we raise the best people and be on the best team? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's it's it. an amazing feeling. It truly is. It truly is an amazing. And you came coming from the Fab Five era, you know, Hawaii, all those days, the glory days. But you know, you had to have good coaches through your way too. You know what I mean? Oh, no question. And that's what I remember. 
Well, good coaches, Ikeka, and good people that were mentors, good people that yes, that would sir. call you and and call you and check you when you needed to be checked because it's not always yep. you don't you don't need a, a cheerleader. You need somebody that can call you yep. out as well. And I know I need somebody real. I need somebody right. real, Artie. I yep. need somebody real. Yep, and that you know we we you and I never butted heads because you were you were on 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 board and you understood. <laughs> You understood my craziness as a coach, and we had we we, <laughs> we had fun. We had fun. Yes, we did. We had a lot of no fun. No doubt about that. Yep. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, and I spoke last week to Dan Robinson, who told me that when when Coach Jones came into to UH and took over the program and rebuilt the program, that I had said, "Well, Dan, you guys were zero and twelve. He said, "Are you? Let me correct you. We were zero and eighteen. We had lost six <laughs> six years, six games the year before, and we ended up 0-12. I said, God, what, what was it that changed? And he said it was the way Coach Jones just stepped into the room and he gave you confidence. What was it, you playing basketball for Riley and Nash and, and being a part of that and then converting and going over playing football? What, what was the message that Coach Jones gave you that made you think, I can do this? Let me talk about the scariest time of my life. <laughs> when I'm over there, about 190 pounds soaking wet, right, trying to be like, all right, who's this guy trying to get me to play football? <laughs> and, at, and at what position did he say? He said defensive lineman. I said, wait a minute, what position is that? <laughs> oh, I love it. Because you did not play high school football, right? No, I, I, you know, I didn't. I didn't play high school football, you know. Uh, it's so funny. It's just a crazy story. You know, my dad played professional football, but he never – he never wanted to push me in any direction, but whatever direction I went, he wanted to lead me the right way. Right. And he said, you know what I mean? And for me, when I, when I first started at UH, you know, me playing basketball all through high school, I thought I was going to be a basketball player the rest of my life. Yep. I wanted to stay in Hawaii no matter what it was. I, you know what? They didn't have a scholarship at the time for basketball with Riley Wallace. So I just said, you know what? I want to walk on. I want to play in front of Hawaii. And, you know, it's just, you know, Artie, I can't, I can't call it. It's just crazy things happen in life. And... And, you know, so funny going back to Kurt because Kurt was my roommate in college. So just a little backstory. I'm just going to make a uh, long story longer. I apologize. But <laughs> no, no <laughs> but problem. Me and, Kurt, um, me and Kurt, how we met was the uh, first day in college. Uh, there was a mix-up, the football team and the basketball team. So they, they put us together, and we're like, well, let's just stay together. We'll see what happens. I love and it. And sure enough, 20 years later, we got Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? Hey, how cool is that? Don't they, you know, Coach, I, I, I know that it, you don't always talk about the games and, and the scores. It's the memories and the, yeah. the relationships. And that, that's a great example of two guys coming together, one playing football, a punter, and one playing, <laughs> one playing basketball, a walk-on basically trying to make the team. And look where you guys are right now. That's, that's pretty special. Pretty special. And, and a little special thing about that was when we first came in, we were both walk-ons at different sports. I love it. But the, 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 the day we got our scholarship was we both got our scholarships on the same day, and June Jones came in and said, I want to announce Kurt Milne and Ikeka Lama Francis. They earned their scholarship. How cool. And let me tell you something, man. It's like better together, man. How can, what else can you say, man? How cool, how cool <laughs> is that? How cool is that? I'm still, I'm still wanting to know what the heck did Coach Jones say to you to make you think you could play, <laughs> you could play defensive line and never have played football before 
and he he talked you into coming over playing football and saying he can get you to the NFL and he got you there. What what did he say well, to you? He, well, you know, you know me. I was working out with Bob Nash, you know, yeah. with the basketball team. You know, I was like, man, I got to train to get better for, for basketball. But Coach Jones was like, hey, you know, you should come try to play football sometime. You, you look like you could, uh, you know, you look like you could put, put some back a little bit. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then uh, he's like, I wanted to invite you. I wanted to give you a scholarship. He offered me a scholarship. Um, you know, after my after my freshman year of, of basketball, he was like, I see a lot of potential in you, and I'd love to offer you a scholarship. And at the time, my only goal was to earn a scholarship. So I'm crying, right? I'm like, wait a minute, I got my scholarship. <laughs> wow, I didn't so I know that. I go home to my dad. <laughs> yeah, I go home to my dad, and I tell dad, hey, I got my scholarship. He goes, you got your basketball scholarship. And I go, no, Joe, Coach Jones offered me a scholarship. He said, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. Is he crazy? <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't know that. I didn't know that June offered you a scholarship before. I had no idea about that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so he offered me a scholarship. And then uh, so my dad goes down to the coach's office, and then my dad says, uh, my son hasn't earned it, so you can you can take that back. <laughs> that sounds like your dad. That sounds like your dad. Yeah, and he said, hey, what, what has my son done to earn it? And now I'm crying for the wrong reason. You know? <laughs> Then I'm like, what happened? Unbelievable. And then yeah. and then you got on the football field and had an unbelievable college career and then got a chance to play in the big leagues. You played in the NFL. How many years did you get to play? Uh, I was blessed to play five. That's, five. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Five years in the NFL. Uh, was that experience everything you thought it would be? You know, it, it, it was um, something different. And one thing I've learned about life is you got to experience it to really to really understand it. Yep. And for me, just to have an understanding about where I came from, where, where I went to, and where I'm trying to go, it, it all kind of puts everything in perspective for me. So for me, I took every experience like it was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, to be honest. That is like, tremendous. Who, I mean, how many people would love to play professional football? But you know what? I just had the chance to, and you know what? I'm just blessed that I had the chance to. Yeah. Well, and, and you're still a young man, and you got a new venture with your your roomie, Kurt Milne, which is uh, outstanding Chick-fil-A. You guys are opening to the public, what is it, October 12th, 20th? Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to be opening very soon, actually. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, I mean, we're just preparing right now, getting everything all set up, you know what I mean? Get, get in the... You know, the long line's ready and everything, so it's going to be really good. That is great. I mean, you guys are excited about the 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 first one. That's going to be, are, are you, you can, I mean, it's Ala Moana, right? Ala Moana Mall will be in Ala Moana Food Court. Um, honestly, it's just going to be a really big deal. We got some really cool stuff for the local people. We got, uh, we're going to have some giveaways, all kind of great stuff. I mean, just to serve the people, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm excited to meet everybody, to be honest. <laughs> well, people are going to be excited to meet you and enjoy enjoy everything that Chick-fil-A has to offer. Both of you and Kurt are welcome on my show anytime. We love to talk to you, keep everything going. We'll do some fun things here with On Point. I do this every Friday morning, as you know. And I'll be more than happy to to, to try and uh, help you guys out. I want you to have a- absolute success Congratulations on on where you guys are right now and and what you're going to be doing going forward. I think uh, the story of two roomies coming together 
and making it happen 20-some years later. That's pretty special, yeah. buddy. That's really special. I'm, I'm very blessed every day, Artie. And I'm, honestly, every time I talk to you, I feel, I feel you know, rejuvenated. Man. I appreciate you, and I appreciate your family and all that you do for the community. Well, I, I thank you, my man. I tell you what, I, in Summer League, we're not playing this year, but next year we're playing, <laughs> so get get ready. I like to get me an old veteran. You know, hey, you don't have to shoot the I may three. Have to send out some, I may have to send out some chicken down to you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. All right, Ikaika, man. Appreciate it. I know you got a lot of things going on to get ready for your opening. So continued success with that. Go get it. Have fun. We'll be there to support you guys 100%. Give my best to Kurt. We'll do, buddy. I love you guys. Right. And take care of yourselves. All right. We'll be in touch. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. We'll be back with more on On Point with Artie Wilson. We'll be back right after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Enjoy talking with uh, Ikaika Alama Francis. And you talk about respect. That young man has a lot of my respect because he's done things the right way. Like all of us, no one's perfect and people make mistakes. But, man, has he uh, made things happen? And I wish him and Kurt Milne absolute success with the Chick-fil-A opening. Uh, They will have fun with that. We are going to, again, next week get into basketball in a bigger way. But I have to tell you that a, a moment ago, a word came around this studio that got me going, are you losing your mind? Tanner, I can't even repeat it. You need to say exactly what you said to me a moment ago. I was going to hold off and not even react to it till next week. But, I, I mean, I got to put it out there. What what did you say during got, the break? I got the Good inclination that the Boston Celtics are not only going to go back to the finals, they're going to win it. Wow. that's Now, you remember, one of the key parts to that puzzle is not there this year. In Ime Udoka, their coach is gone. And may, Who needs may, them? He cheats. Oh, Oh, may or may not. He cheats. We don't need someone that's disloyal (laughs) on this team. He may or may not be back ever at the Celtics. So they're going to have a rookie, inexperienced coach taking over a team that I think he may, he, he influenced them to play a certain way. Now, I'm not talking about people, this. That's I'm what not people talking, were saying about Ime last year. Yeah, I'm not talking about. An experienced rookie coach. Yeah, but Ime brought a little toughness. Now, I'm not sure. Well, we'll see. So you're picking, you're, you're, you're saying that your, your hunch vibe is saying Boston to get to the finals and win the championship this 2022-2023 season. And it's definitely not the Celtics fan in me. Okay. Okay. So you got something coming. You got something coming at you. Wow. We we will discuss that type of thing and other stuff next week when we talk more basketball. That should be fun. I hope my boy Sean is listening because you know he's got a comment and a thought about that. He always is interested in basketball. It should be interesting for the NBA season that's about to kick off. You have to feel sorry. And you have to feel bad for Zion Williamson to come back. He dropped a human being, okay? He dropped some weight. He he actually, 
He committed to getting in shape and did as good a job, I think, as can be done. He got in shape and came back a different person and rolled an ankle. Ah, man, I just hope he, I hope it's one of those short injuries where, you know, you can tape it up and you can play with it because he desperately needs to get on the court and play and be and be a difference maker this season. I mean, you know, he, he just needs to, to play basketball at the highest level. Now, I have one question for you that we're going to ask you to answer before the show ends today. Kawhi Leonard is coming back from a mysterious injury. I'm not sure what exactly it was. And Anthony Davis is coming back from an injury with the Lakers. Who plays more games this season in your mind, Kawhi or AD? Well, AD's already not on a good good stretch right now as he hasn't played at all in the preseason. Neither is Kawhi, but... They've given a reason for AD well, he with played, lower he played, back tightness. He played one game. Yeah, but they, the last couple of games he's been held out with lower yeah, back tightness. It, tightness. Or okay. soreness. So it's already not off to a great track for him. Okay, so with Kawhi, he's kind of been on that, you know, play him a couple of minutes, maybe save him towards the postseason kind of guy for the L.A. Clippers. You know, I'm going to say this because it's going to be important for him to get on the court and to play at a high level. Uh-huh. I'm going to go AD. You're saying AD. Okay. Whether he likes it or not, okay. he has to be on that court. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, you know who plays more games this year? In my opinion, it's going to be Kawhi Leonard. I have zero confidence in Anthony Davis. Uh, uh, I, just, I just don't see him. He, he falls down too much. He's always on the ground. He's the best skilled big that never can play a full season. And that 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 disturbs me. So I'm picking Kawhi to have more more games under his belt. Regular season now, regular season. We won't get in the playoffs because in the playoffs, miraculously, well, the Lakers have to make the playoffs first. Oh, oh man, you are and are you, is that another? They got to make the play-in tournament first. Oh, is that another prediction that the Lakers struggle to get in the play-in tournament? I won't say that yet. I like Pat Bev. I like what he adds to the Lakers. I think he'll he's a great addition for them. Okay, well, we'll have a lot of things to talk about come next week. We uh, we enjoy talking with the Kaika Lama Francis. Always enjoy having Rich a moment, Miano, and Tanner. You came up with some gems today. I appreciate that. Anyway, we will be back with next week with On Point. Have a great weekend, Hawaii, and stay safe. Good luck to the Hawaii Warriors tomorrow. They need a win. They desperately need a win. See you later, Hawaii. Aloha. <laughs>